Hey, John Harris here with the Rock Metal Podcast. Join me as we get to go behind the scenes into what goes into producing records and making music as we interview some of our favorite and soon-to-be favorite bands. Today, we're chatting with Ravi Sherwell of As Paradise Falls. For fans of North Lane, Trophy Eyes, Alpha Wolf, and Hellions, we'll be chatting about As Paradise Falls' new EP, Madness Medicine, Produced, recorded, mixed, and mastered by Shane Edwards. Speaking of North Lane fame, we'll get to hear the story about how all of that came to be. What to do when three of your band members leave and so much more. So please stay tuned to the very end. But first, let's check in with our beautiful sponsors. Asher Media Relations, doing public relations for everything loud. For your band needs to be seen and heard in print, online, and radio, head over to ashermediarelations.com. That's ashermediarelations.com. Mention the Rock Metal Podcast and get your band noticed. Syndicall Music is a full-service agency for musicians offering record label services, marketing, branding, production, and management. Head over to syndicallmusic.com. That's syndicallmusic.com. S-Y-N-D-I-C-O-L music.com. Mention the Rock Metal Podcast and take your music career to the next level. Ravi, go ahead and say hello to our beautiful listeners. Hello, listeners. I'm very excited to be in all of your ear holes. <laughs> and great it is indeed to have you inside of all of our ear holes. Mm. Now, let's go ahead and chat about this record, Madness and Medicine. Ravi, what was the greatest moment for you producing this record? Well, it's been a it's been a nightmare to get done. So we recorded a single called Bleed for the Crown, and that actually had um that was in the midst of COVID. So COVID hit. We then went and recorded um we started the process of recording with the drummer from Alpha Wall. So he um, came on as a session musician for us. And so we recorded those first three songs. So that was Mechanical Hannibal's, Bats, and Believe for the Crown. And then in the middle of that, with COVID kind of ramping up, we thought, well, let's hold this off and put that towards an EP. And so then we just sat on it for such a long time and then went in and re-recorded everything. Um, to be part of the Madness Medicine EP. And I think that the best part for us is just being able to actually get it out after such a long time and so many pitfalls and so many annoyances completely beyond our control, actually getting it out and getting it to the quality that we wanted has been really our ultimate goal. Wow. Yeah. I mean, recording with the drummer from Alpha Wolf, which would have been awesome, you know, having him as a, as a session musician, then, you know, so you get three songs recorded, but then being on hold from COVID, anyone can relate to that? Raise your hand, you know. And then re-recording everything, which, I mean, any other guitar players listening in right now, how many times have you wanted to re-record something? Now's your chance. <laughs> now, you mentioned a few things that were beyond uh, your control, and it was kind of a, a nightmare to get done, and, and a few setbacks. I guess, what was the biggest challenge for you, and what did you learn from that? So... I would say the the biggest challenge for us was probably, so we have always run APF as a five piece and recently, like just as I kind of re-entered the band, three of the other guys all kind of decided, Hey, I want to kind of step back. I want to pursue like personal goals and stuff. And that was cool. I'd already had that time to do that. So I stepped away from the band for a couple of years and went and did my thing, had my girl and, um, got married, bought a house, did all the boring shit. So then once those guys kind of stepped back, it was all basically funded by Danny and I. So going from five um, income streams to be able to kind of support the beast. 
down to two has been quite challenging. But the, the upside of that has really been um, the majority of all of the writing has always been between me and Danny. And then it's, as I'm sure anyone that's tried to have any kind of group um, assignments, assessments, or music, um, trying to come up with cohesive ideas with five people is very difficult. <laughs> but being able to have, and, and Danny and I have such a long history together of working with one another, we really know how one another thinks. So we knew exactly how we kind of wanted to go about things. So the negative was everything was a lot more um, financially impacting as well as um, not as many people to bounce ideas off. The positive for us, though, was we didn't have so many people to bounce ideas off. So mm-hmm. it was just, no, we know what we did. We want to do. We don't need anyone else's kind of go ahead for it. We're just going to go for it. Yeah. So dropping down from five members to two members, sound familiar, anybody? <laughs> Which, I mean, as you said, though, Robbie, it increases the financial burden because you can no longer define expenses, you know, by five. And if you're not in a band right now where that's, you know, evenly happening anyway, well, then... You know, I think you know what you got to do. Uh, but Ravi also mentioned that it cuts the fat away in terms of being creative, which is a super positive plus, And it's actually worth it's or worth more uh, than its weight in gold. If you think about how quickly you'll be able to turn things out, eventually the expenses probably won't matter as much because you'll be more creative. You'll be kicking out more stuff. You'll be doing more faster. But Ravi, how do you go about filling in those three spots or those three gaps uh, when you need them? Yeah, well, so our big thing at the moment has been we will get session guys in for shows. So it's, again, the financial burden does kind of sting. In saying that, though, I don't think there's ever been a time where I've been more happy doing this um, in, in playing with this band is when it's been me and Danny kind of setting sitting in a room is like, yep, yeah, let's work through this. Let's work through this because it's so quick. Mm-hmm. We can Absolutely. just go through and we're like, we know what we want to do. We know what we're about and we know it works. Knowing what you want, knowing what works. I read that there are some cinematic themes to the record. Take us through that. What are the cinematic themes on this record? In this, I think we counted up yesterday when we were doing a, a practice and we were kind of running through our in-ears rig. Um, I think we had 23 different channels that are or layers of the the varying kind of tracks that we were listening to. So like each song had like 23 separate parts to it, which is insane. But he really focused on this record around what he was calling the heartbeat. He got a lot of inspiration from Hans Zimmer and um, watching movies like Inception, Interstellar, and specifically like The Dark Knight movies where they had like this kind of it's not music it's like a tone that every now and then will kind of creep up Mm -hmm. and that's throughout the entirety of the ep so there's something that's that's in there it's a specific track and it will just every now and then it will get louder or quieter and it, it just pops in and out and that was really around kind of building the tension so i think with the music we really stripped things back a lot so we could kind of get back to the not just heavy music, but it's the biggest thing that we like is aggressive music. It's not around like heavy bands that still have a really soft kind of approach. That's not what we do. That's not what we're good at. We're really around the how raw can we make this while still making it sound like a a production to be proud of as well as having the, the overall tone there, which is around that aggression. The lyrics kind of um, jumped between various things that... I found to be annoying in adult life over time. I've definitely found it to be 
pretty easy to write once I kind of got into it. So there's themes around like cancel culture, um, manipulation, and also just like a, a big thing around victim mentality. So around not um, allowing things like uh, whether it's a diagnosis or anything along those kind of lines to define who you are. Mm-hmm. And rather than making it a very uplifting thing, which I think is what we've done in the past and what a, a lot of bands do, we kind of went the opposite and just went um, balls to the wall, very, very aggressive with it all. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was the, the most fun way to be. Don't even try to live your life. It's over. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck, man. Next, <laughs> next play is going to be way worse. Exactly. Well, and the thing is that I really enjoyed about that, I think a really big, massive uh, heavy hitter or a value bomb for everyone listening in right now is you mentioned Hans Zimmer. I mean, there are so many great composers out there who are doing many different facets of work and something that he does, as you mentioned, is he creates cinematic tension throughout you know, incredible movies such as Inception and The Dark Knight and using that as an inspiration to craft a cinematic approach to creating tension in a metal record and specifically, you know, a new death core. I believe that's what it's called, right? New death core. Mm. Yeah. 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 In a, in a new death core record and even being, uh, on the cusp of what I, of this, this new genre, new death core, um, that, that decision right there probably was it. And so always look for the greats and it doesn't matter really where it comes from. Um, but you know, Learn from the best, stay away from the worst. And Hans Zimmer is definitely one of the best that you could learn from. It's been very cool. And like his idea was wild to, to actually sit down. Like, I didn't understand it all to be, to start off with, but then kind of once you kind of sit down and you hear it, and especially when you can kind of go through the tracks and you can see it all, it, it's been very cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More to come, but let's go ahead and check in with our beautiful sponsors. Two Madsen is responsible for producing, mixing, and mastering some of the best metal for over the last 20 years. From Meshuggah to The Haunted to Poison Black, Kemper Profiler packs for guitar players, and Easy Drummer expansion packs for programming drums. Two Madsen can take your production to a level previously unheard. Head over to twomadsen.com. That's twomadsen.com. T-U-E-M-A-D-S-E-N. Click contact, fill out the info for your next project, and let Two know that the Rock Metal Podcast sent you. Wormhole Death is a modern record label, publishing, and film production company born in 2008. Getting signed to this label means global distribution, publishing, and marketing with Wormhole Death's roster of global partnerships. Head over to wormholedeath.com. That's wormholedeath.com. Submit your band and let them know the Rock Metal Podcast sent you. Ravi, how would you define success at this stage of your career with regard to this this record release? So our next biggest goal, so we haven't played a show since the release of Baddest Medicine. Um, Danny and I also haven't played live together in, I think it's about four or five years now after all the COVID stepping away to have, um, my child doing all those bits and pieces. So that's really the big next step for us. So we're booking a show at the moment for May in Queensland, um, which is going to be really good for us. I think the, the next thing is, so this EP was always going to be this, the, I guess the, the reemergence of our band and around coming back out after a, a bit of a break between Digital Ritual and this. So this is the the first step. Hitting the stage, baby, which is super important, especially with the way the world is starting to open up. Again, you know, being uh, benched, being put on the bench for the last couple of years for a lot of musicians. If you resonate with that, raise your hand. 
finally getting back out there mm. and doing what you love to do. But heading into the success question again, you got to work with Shane Edwards of North Lane fame for this release. Talk to us about that. Um, we actually met Shane back in 2012 when we just went down to kind of record a single when he was working at a studio called Electric Sun. And we just haven't found anyone, even with most band members, that we've just gelled with on such a bizarre level. So he's been a very, um, he's weird enough that we can kind of walk into a room with him and just feel immediately comfortable. Yeah, and you need that weirdness. Absolutely. You need that weirdness. Everyone listening in right now, you're searching for a producer or an extra band member. You need that weirdness, baby. You need to be able to have that chemistry. You need to be able to jive and gel so that, you know, the work just flows. Well, you just, it's, music has, like, you get the best results whenever everything's kind of feeling effortless and free-flowing and I guess the worst thing you can have creatively is someone that's just them kind of just the energy or their persona just is enough to kind of make you kind of clamp up and um, not really kind of go for any of the, the ideas that you're wanting to try and experiment with. And Shane's always been awesome with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure like the first time I recorded vocals with him, he was in like the sound studio and I was in the booth and like mid take, he just pulled up either his or Danny's laptop. And while I was just, trying to record he just had like porn going and it just completely threw me off like wasn't expecting that at all but that's that's exactly what you need because immediately like all your nerves all of your like tension and everything is gone because two people are just railing each other and you're like i, I didn't expect to see that today thank you shane mm-hmm. it's we been were- good for that and you brought up a really good point, especially for anybody who's going into the studio for the first time or you're maybe even you have a budding recording career in the making Vocals are not easy to record, uh, and that was a talented move to uh, make vocals a little bit easier. What was that like for you? I mean, take us back to that moment before he did that and after, like where the vocal takes better, what happened? So for me at that time, I'd only ever recorded like a demo and then an EP in someone's, like a, a, I'd go with probably the word peer, so someone like my own kind of age. Um, and that would have been like when I was early 20s. So not like an older kind of dude and definitely not like a professional kind of setup. And so we traveled from Queensland down to Sydney, which is where Electric Sun Studios was, which is where we um, were working with Shane. And that's about a 10 hour drive for us. And on top of that, like we'd had some massive bands that had all recorded there, like uh, North Lane, Trophy Eyes, Hellions, um, some, some big kind of Australian names. And so going into that environment as like a, a young 20-year-old kind of dude, um, it was really hard to to get keep the nerves in check. And especially for me, like I had this reoccurring nightmare that I'll go into do something incredibly important music-wise and I'll completely forget how to scream. I can't play any other instruments. So if I forget how to do that, I'm completely fucked. I don't know whether I can swear, but mm-hmm. sorry if yeah, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um. And so having all those kind of nerves, it makes you, or sorry, it makes me, the, the takes, like the, the effort's all there, but the, it doesn't have that flow. And it's it's like, you can really hear it in my voice when it's pushing too hard rather than just doing what I know I should be doing. Yeah, yeah. So after, after that, like, it, I guess, tension or leaving with such an unexpected experience, like you just kind of really can kind of lean back into the moment and 
give you best performances. Yeah, best performances, 10-hour drive to work with the right producer. Having a reoccurring nightmare, forgetting how to scream. Anybody listening in right now, you have a reoccurring nightmare. You're going to give a speech. You're going to be somewhere. You forget how to talk. You forget what you're going to have to say. You're a guitar player. You're going to forget your parts. I don't know. You're a cook. You're on a TV show. You're going to forget how to cut an onion all of a sudden. I mean... Raise your hand, baby. You're definitely there with the rest of us. But having a producer like that allows you to, as you said, lean back into the moment. Now, my next question is, what's the number one thing that you want people to do who are listening in right now, Ravi? I reckon the best way to go about things is to go over to our YouTube channel. Or sorry, Eclipse's YouTube channel. So all of our music videos through Eclipse. I think that our music videos are very entertaining. and. It's not your, your typical kind of metal stuff where it's everything's very dark and aggressive. We tried to have some real fun with our music videos, so we tried to make sure that things were aggressive but also pretty stupid as well. So we found that to be a lot of fun. So that's that's where I'd be directing listeners to. Go ahead and type in As Paradise Falls in the search bar at the top at the rockmetalpodcast.ca. Today's show notes will pop up with some extra information, and all of those music videos will be uh, available very cool. And then for those who are in Queensland, you can get in touch um, with all of the relevant links and hopefully see that show that's going to be going on in May. And Ravi, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Nailed it. That's it for this episode of the Rock Metal Podcast. Stay tuned because next week we're going to be chatting with Brandon Mullins of the band Embraced. Back in the year 2000, they went from small town nobodies to major label interest within two years. Is what they did back then still relevant today? I think so. I know I was surprised myself, and I can't wait for you to hear our chat. Go ahead and hit subscribe on your podcast player, share it with your friends, and I'll see you next week. 